Inside the Unsigned. We are inside the unsigned. That we are. <laughs> Joseph D, <clears throat> how is it going? It's going very well. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Let's get this thing started. I'm cracking a beer right now. Yes, yes, yes. You hear that? Yeah. That that was that reminded me of uh, Kill the Music from Every Time I Die. Well, I'm you glad. You know that song? Nope, but I'm glad it did remind you of that. <laughs> my, my soul hurts for you not knowing that. My soul hurts because I don't know it, but it's all good. My soul always hurts, bro. And to my be honest, is, my heart is black. Well, I mean, <laughs> you got no <number> bundles. <laughs> know how I can help you with that? <laughs> Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off right from the beginning. <laughs> All right, but hit yeah. it, bro. Inside the unsigned, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll get we'll get we'll go through all the initial mumbo jumbo real quick. Uh, as that's, that's how Orion, it should start. <laughs> as a, oh, that's how it's starting right now. As Orion <laughs> said, as Orion said, we are inside the unsigned. My name is Joe Deke. <laughs> My name is Orion Stevens today because I'm <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Hell yeah, and. Uh, like I said, we are inside the unsigned. We're going to get this shit going. Uh, like I said before on previous podcasts, and I'll say it all throughout, so just get used to it. We have all of our stuff available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, all of your podcast platforms. Make sure you check that shit out. Um, Segway! <laughs> There's no segues yet. <laughs> leave us some love on... Uh, Facebook, on YouTube, uh, both of those are Facebook.com or YouTube.com slash Inside the Unsigned. So, without any further ado, let's get into this. Niggas is lit. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all know right now, Inside the Unsigned is t- being taken over right now by alcohol. Motherfuckers, <laughs> motherfuckers is lit. We having a good time right now. We're going to speak some truth, but at the same time... The truth is, we're going to be having some some shit in our veins and shit. We're going to feel real good. And it's going to be a good listen. Hopefully, you fuck with that. And if not, I'm, I'm going to be sad, man. So let, yeah. let's get it popping. Don't don't make Orion's heart any more black than it should be because My he's already... black. He can't he's be black. <laughs> he's already feeling a certain way. Yeah. Uh, yes, we are... Uh, we are Enjoying ourselves, and we're going to be talking about whatever we fucking feel like. So, um, I know on the last podcast, we uh, we were touching on it briefly, but let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's just get into it. We, we, we started talking about, um, you know, some of the things that we, we experienced going from, you know, just our early days of being in a band and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. We, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And there's not a lot of information out there. Now there is a lot of information out there, but you know, you still are going to go through those trial and error stages uh, uh, or whatever. Um, <laughs> nice. Segway. Segway. 
So uh, we're kind of going to be diving into that. And uh, he, that that made me burp. I had like, I, is, yeah, that, is, that, is, that like is that like hiccups? Like, you know how like if you hear. Wait, I don't think it's hiccups. Oh, yawns. That's what it was. Yeah, is that like uh, yeah. if you hear somebody else, or if you see somebody else yawn, it makes you yawn? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> even like thinking about yawning makes me want to yawn, and I don't need to, motherfucker. What I need to do is take another sip of my drink, and I got some things to lay on these listeners right now. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> so, All right. Let me say this. This is one that I know still fucking happens that everybody already knows you shouldn't fucking do. Tell your goddamn guitar players, get a goddamn tuner. I'm tired of hearing niggas on stage playing <laughs> guitars with the other guitars. Who knows what he's doing? And they go, can, can you hit your E real quick, bro? Boom, boom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like these niggas be doing that shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, that's the I, worst. It it fucking is. Like it's <laughs> like <laughs> so many memories. Just like all like it was like a flashback oh. in my life. Like just <laughs> seeing all that. Uh, yeah, I mean it, that's like one of the like it doesn't matter. Like yeah, efficiency is cool. Like. All right, cool. Well, if we just have one guitar pedal, we only have to pay for one, and then we all can use it. Yeah, if you're like a just local band, but if you're trying to like elevate your your game, you need to. All of you need your own tuning system because you know what? In the middle of your set, your your strings more than likely are going to go out of tune. So while you guys are having those transition spots, make sure all all your shit is in tune. You're not going to plug into your guitarist fucking uh uh tuning pedal just to like retune your guitar because not only does that delay the show but you look like a fucking noob and you know tell terrence that damn my bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah terrence if you're hearing this i'm not sorry bro you should have had one (laughs) like yeah real talk yo i got a story for what you just said (laughs) okay hi nigga that's the most local band shit in the world, yo. Yes. If you don't got no tuner and you playing guitar or bass, you try to ask niggas to borrow this shit real quick, and you swapping chords and shit on stage for all the crowd to see every <laughs> night. Best believe, niggas is thinking, this nigga is whack. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I mean, yeah, it's, yes. Yeah, That's it's what I not- would think. That's what I would think. I mean, like, again, like, just the the best example, which, I mean, it's, I mean, we've said it, we've said it before, but, like, the best example is, like, when you're looking at all your favorite bands, like, touring and stuff like that, when have you ever seen that? That is literally, like, just ba- base I'm- your, base your fucking, like, how you are as a local unsigned artist base what you see like live or whatever off of like kind of what you do uh like live like that small shit like i'm not talking about like copy their performance or anything like that i'm talking about the small shit like do you see them fucking changing chords do you see them fucking 
uh, like playing random songs or whatever, like that don't make any sense to the set. Like, no, you don't, you don't see any of that. Like, okay. they're being professional. They're putting on a show. My biggest <laughs> pet peeve. Not doing stuff. Biggest pet peeve was that they're playing songs, man. Like, real talk. I've seen like Corn and Mudvayne and these huge bands play live, and like, I mean, yeah, those niggas had someone else soundtrack and stuff. But at the same time, the same thing applies for, like, you know, big bands like in our scene. You know, I can't name them right now. Like, who's big in our scene? Name me some bands. Uh, well. All right. I, like I, I, how, I'll just go. How big? I don't know. Well, let's talk there's... about, like, some heavy band. Like, like fucking Dyer's Murderer. Fucking, like, you know what I'm okay. saying? White Chapel. Like, yeah, they go up there and they're sound checking. The fucking hit some chords, get me sure the tone is straight. Dang, like you know, like, actually feel it, and then they're done, and then you know the volume's good. You know they're done. Cool, sounds good. Keep it going, my nigga. Yeah. What's up with these niggas and these local bands talking about sound check? Oh shit, yo, let's play the intro from Recreant from Chelsea Grin right quick. Boy, <laughs> you better stop yeah. that. That that fucking opens old wounds. I, I don't even want to get into that. I know everyone listening has heard that more than they want to from local yep. bands, more than they've heard the actual song. Actually, I, I would I would a hundred percent guarantee that. It, like I don't care, like just show me the Spotify records, show me all their album sales, whatever. I can still guarantee that I've heard that song more times, or like that everybody's heard that song more times then that song has actually been listened to by the person hearing it. Straight up, though. Like, just why am I hearing local. this song more from... Why am I hearing this song so much from everything else other than the actual band that's playing it? I actually mm-hmm. used to love... Like, 100%, I used to love that song, but now it's just okay. <laughs> like, I fucking don't like it any... Like, as much as I did, because I'm like... Ugh. Everybody does this shit, but yeah, <laughs> man, it's all bogus, but Hey, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. You guys start somewhere, but that's why we're here. We're talking about it. These are pet peeves that we don't like. And it's not just us. I know a lot of people who don't like these things and I think it's cool oh. to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing, uh, to at least, you know, be, be helpful, um, that I a hundred percent, okay. 95% sure that you guys got from me, uh, or my band, but it was my idea. IDA? Our, yeah. IDA, uh, our soundcheck strategy. I noticed that you guys did that. Like after we did, uh, what we, we, what we started to do was like, I was like, all right, uh, we need like an actual sound check where like, you know, everybody has their individual sound checks or whatever. And then uh, if you'll like, if anybody has seen us play live before, I stick the number four up in the air with my fingers and everybody plays the fourth fret or whatever. And then we just kind of just strum or whatever. And it's like the whole band sound check. Usually uh, most like local, local venues or most, sound checks don't like incorporate 
everybody playing a song together, especially if it's like a quick thing or whatever. But right before, like right after everybody does their individual soundtrack, we all, you know, play together just like not a song, just random shit. Um, and oh, it's way, funny we, you say that, Joe. We didn't get that from you, <laughs> mother. Well, you you fucking did it after us. I know that well, for that's sure. Fine. Because I mean, we can get we've it. been playing we've been, it for we've years. We it from you guys, though. We uh, we uh, it was two thousand nine. We had this uh guy, Mark Campbell, joined the band from some band from PA, and it was like something that they were doing, and he brought it in. I'm sure you know a lot of bands did it, so we just kind of went with that, and that's cool though, because I mean it was a good idea, and it's cool you guys are already doing it, but uh, you know. Cool sound check. Well, that that was where the five percent variable was because I noticed that you guys started doing it out of nowhere. I was like, "Hey, we were just we, like we were just hitting chugs, like you know, and doing some." Well, oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's really good. So, like the, I guess to narrow out my my rambling. <laughs> it's a good. It was like, <laughs> why, why are you trying to steal my shit, though? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean that. I mean that. That's the that's the beautiful thing about you know what you and I do is you know we're we're trying to spread the information. That's our whole our whole point of this podcast. Yeah, in the first nigga, place. proceed, my nigga. Tell the, so, the truth. <laughs> so to narrow narrow down what I was trying to say was uh, a helpful tip when you guys are doing sound check, uh, like no matter what caliber, like you know unless you you're like super signed and super famous or whatever and you don't need that uh basically it's it's a really good idea if you're if you're the one on stage doing the sound check or whatever uh he says stage right guitar stage left guitar drums bass vocals or whatever and you all have your individual sound checks just do one more sound check before uh you guys play and just you know have everybody playing something basic just so everybody can hear you know what needs to be turned up what needs to be turned down um and usually i just be like hey 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 and just like see see how i sounded in the monitors see like if you know guitars need to be turned up uh, on one side or whatever that's the biggest thing that helped our live performance so much is being able to hear and having that sound check right before we actually started playing, like the one that isn't directed of you, that one's really important. I agree with so, that. It was always yeah. good. We always did it. And, um, like, the, the times where we couldn't, because I'm sure you agree, there were, like, random times where, like, we were pressed for time, like, on tour or something, or, like, we just couldn't do it. We just had to start playing. And you could totally tell the difference because every time we would do it you know it's like oh man the bass is too high turn it down because that's number one like you know what i'm saying like the bass the bass is like louder than the guitar by that much like that's when it's gonna be whack <laughs> yeah yeah uh that always pissed that me off the bass being louder than everything else it happens sometimes it made me so mad because like bass is so strong and such a strong tone it's like it's you're gonna sound like shit <laughs> it, it's a strong tone but like you maybe you can empathize about this as a vocalist but like 
you know, I don't get like as like I don't get that like adrenaline edge uh, when I'm hearing like mostly bass. Like I want to hear that distorted crunch from the guitars and stuff like that, like to make me really feel like I'm in it. Like if I'm just listening to drums and bass and like I can barely hear some guitars while I'm like playing, I'm like, am I in like a fucking like jazz band right now? Like what's going on? Like, I, like oh, I, don't feel yeah. right, I don't feel right screaming over like some heavy bass right now. <laughs> I just love the, the on stage monitoring. Like I love venues who actually care about, how the artists hear themselves on stage and obviously in the crowd because there's some i'm sure you got it you go off stage and you think you sucked ass the crowd's so stoked and you're like in a bad mood because you think you like you sucked the whole show man you guys are fucking awesome it's like really it's like anything something you guys sounded great like i could hear everything and but but to you on stage it's like all i heard was cymbals and bass and that's something that like that's that's on your sound guy you gotta tell them sometimes because like if you're not feeling if you're not feeling it that 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 affects your performance on stage and then you're in a bad mood like for a good portion of the day after that because that happened to me all the time and that affects my day hard yeah what one thing one thing i'm about to say is gonna like you have to you have to kind of like tread lightly about it um because you could come like come off as super douchey or like or helpful um i'd say it helps more so like in your early stages of you know playing shows or whatever um but one thing that i definitely used to do especially if i could tell it was like a down guy or like somebody who wasn't very experienced or even if not like i i did have a pretty good knowledge of you know um, live sound so what I used to do like I'd do my own mic check and then uh, well obviously it was in the beginning stages so there weren't many people uh, in the crowd but I would stand like in the crowd while the, while the band was doing their sound check and just like kind of like hearing how it sounds um, and seeing if there was anything like that needed to be changed Um yeah, it's it, good. Uh, I mean, it it, it helps. Uh, if anything, for understanding, like now I'm thinking about it, I don't think I ever actually had to tell the sound guy anything, but it does give you uh, some insight as to you know how the how the crowd is about to hear uh, your performance or whatever. Uh, looking back on it, that might have been kind of like a new move, but it was still like. It was like a learning experience. Yeah, like you, you had like, the best intentions there. But I mean, you know, going out there is good. Like, if I ever do that, it's like rare. And it's because the sound I heard previously during the show was kind of questionable. So I wanted to make sure my band sounds good. So I'll do that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll do, that I'll, definitely I'll do something like that. Like, one of those floor shows where there's like no monitoring anywhere besides like, the kick drum and like the 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 vocals mic'd up like yeah i'll do some shit like that yeah yo i this this floor show like, I, I i mean i honestly love them um but like only if they're like if if they're mic'd floor shows then that's cool oh cool but yeah obviously but 
Um, like when it comes to the question of like, you know, being on stage or playing on the floor, I don't know. Like I really do. I mean, both are, both are awesome, but like I get to be like right fucking there in front of these people, uh, on the floor if I'm doing the floor show. But one big thing that's super awkward for me and which is why we always brought it with us. If you don't have like anything to step on or, uh, like the ego risers, the stage boxes or whatever, uh, it, that's when floor shows gets weird. Cause I'm like, like, I don't have like a, a stopping point. Like, I don't know how, how much further I, I should step or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter, but like, I, I kind of do like that barrier of like, all right, Hey, here's where we're playing. There's where you're watching. And this is, you know, this is our threshold or whatever. Um, I like that, but in the like, you know, hardcore scene or whatever, that might be a little, those, those lines can definitely get blurred. So, yeah, I agree, uh, man. I just don't like different, different. Shooters at all. Cause like a, the sound is 80% of the time, not that good. And two, if it's like kind of packed, like, let, like let's say you're playing a floor show that's like Mount Airy's type of a level where there's a couple hundred kids there on average every time, it's great. But I'm more concerned about the people who can't get up front. I feel bad for the guitarists and all that type of shit. They're fucking playing. But literally just the first couple rows can see everybody in the band. I remember being at some of those shows and I didn't really care. I was just walking around, talking, and, like, maybe watch a band sometimes. If I'm in the back trying at all, I don't see a goddamn nobody at all in the band. I just see bodies. It's like, I want to see the band. I love being on stage because you're higher than, than, you know, the audience. Everyone can see you. I mean, that's just my, that's just my thing. It, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I just prefer that. I just prefer that. Yeah. No, I mean, and and I definitely I definitely feel the same way. And actually, uh, to tread back a little bit on my other point or what I was saying a second ago, uh, I remember the lat like probably the very last time we ever played a show without uh, like ego risers. <laughs> yeah, you can't see no one in the crowd. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, here's what it was. It was at uh, Launch Music Festival and. Uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, it was an awesome day. Like, everybody was, like, stoked to see us. But, uh, fucking Ice Nine Kills, I know we were talking about them on the last podcast. They were playing on the main stage the same, like, the same exact time that we were playing right underneath that. Yo, for real, yo, that's fucked up. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, there's a, a huge variety of bands playing today. And obviously, Ice Nine Kills fans are going to have a similar fan base to, to us. So all the people who came there to see us, there's like, yeah, we saw a little bit of it. But, uh, you know, Ice Nine Kills, though. Ice Nine Kills <laughs> is like, playing, though, so we're going to go over yeah, there. Obviously, they were bigger. Uh, and I was just like, well, I can't blame you. So, but... You know, we we played at the at the basement or whatever um, level, but literally that was like probably one of our best shows. Uh, 
like at least performance wise and i was just like there was there was no one there to see it but luckily it was caught on camera some some of the songs so it it takes me a long ass time to find it on youtube but uh, how, how, many, how many how many people watch you guys uh tw- 20 maybe maybe damn that's whack as fuck it was cuz the the upstate the upstairs room was lit like life on repeat was playing that day too um and they were they were packed too like actually i feel i mean this isn't true but i was just like motherfucker the cards were stacked against us because life on repeat played like right before us and there again similar genre as us life life on repeat played on the upstairs stage i watched their first song and then we had to go downstairs and uh you know prep for our show and then uh we find out ice nine kills is the same time as us and i was like <sighs> well looks like uh this is band practice live live band practice yeah, I, I would always say the same thing. I think every band does when there's like nobody there, and that sucks though. Cause like at that point, you're thinking like, what's the point? Like I'm playing for barely anybody. Like I could be making more fans at home. Yeah, I mean, I to me, I never like. Yeah, I never, I never saw it that way. I was always like... I think about that way now, but like, I, yeah, I feel like at the time, I don't care. I'm, I'm stoked, but like, me now, I'd be I'd, I'd be pretty damn mad. I'd be I'd be pretty damn mad. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't ever want to play a show like that ever again. It'll probably happen, but am I going to be mad about it? Yeah, like, I don't want to play for just a handful of people and take all this gas money and time and travel we're we're all in bands. You want to come perform? I want everyone to have greatness and have people checking them out. It just sucks to know bands are still you know playing shows and having you know fifteen twenty people check them out for all that effort and time they put into being there to perform. That's fucking whack. Yeah. Well, I mean, so like, it definitely this kind of like leads into segue. Uh, it definitely leads into uh the the importance of getting into your local scene and you know honestly i like i like i i still like even after like how passionate i am about improving the local scene and stuff like that you know i'm busy i have stuff that i'm working on with this podcast with the band with other things i'm working on too um you know i got a lot of shit going on but I don't have, I, you know, I don't have, like, no, like, okay, I was about to use the double negative. I was trying to dig my way out of it. I was too far deep, so now I'm coming back up. <laughs> I have time to at least go out and see a show. Everybody has time to go out and see a fucking show. And you can go out and have a good time to see a local show. But what I was getting to with that was at least around here, I'm not seeing many people period. like promoting shows or yeah, period, but promoting shows even like there's no, like there's no exposure. Uh, there's no, like at least, you know, when, when, uh, Tommy Sato and, and dying arms, uh, 
were doing stuff in Maryland, uh, you know, there were those bigger venues that were putting on bands like us. And, you know, people were like, all right, cool. Who's playing at the auto bar? Who's playing at record? Who's playing at blah, blah, blah. There's not very many like opportunities for, for people to play. So it's really tough to uh, see. Well, not tough, but like, there's not as much exposure for the local bands, so I, I definitely want to it's figure terrible. out. You you remember when you remember that show? I was trying to get you to come out to at Auto Bar with like Gideon and uh, some other bands at Auto Bar back when I was doing Uber. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I didn't really know who Gideon. I knew of Gideon, but I don't, I don't anyway. even jam Gideon, but I just wanted to go. So. <laughs> it was funny because I went there and um, I got there like a little late. I missed like two of the openers and I saw somebody th- that I knew from back in the scene, back on, back when, when, uh, when we were doing stuff, this one dude was, uh, you remember that band storm, storm the threshold. Yeah. With uh, Josh Santana. Yeah. Yeah. One of his homies, I think he played in there for a little while on drums Kind of like, well, just for a little while, he, uh, he, well, he's in that same circle, whatever. I saw this guy. The Dundalk. I saw this guy. I'm hanging out with him for a minute. And he's asking me if I saw his band play. (laughs) Oh, shit. I was like, first of all, I didn't know you were in a band anymore. And two, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah, man, we played first. And I was like, man, I, I wish I could have seen it. Because I kind of wish I did. At the same time, that goes to show. Like, this dude's been in the scene for years. I didn't even know he was still in a band, nor did I know he was playing this this big show at, at Auto Bar. And I didn't even know his band's name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know any of the local bands' names on a big show. And I was like... This isn't. This is weird. Usually, at, at at any big show with you know Polaris, Varials, Gideon, like these bands popping off, you know the bands that are opening locally, like most people know who they are, right? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know anything. Uh, either. I, yeah, and remember, I felt like I was either like, a, a fucking old head, or they're just not doing their job. You know what I mean? Well, no, but that's, I mean, that that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Remember, remember when back in the day when, like, like local local show flyers would show up. This is kind of my point is local flow. Uh, local flow. <laughs> local flow flyers. Local show flyers would show up on your Facebook or on your social media page, whatever it was. All the time. Yeah. Like, all the fucking time. And it was relevant. Like, it wasn't just, like, some random-ass people or whatever. It was, you know, it was actually stuff you would might you would be interested in. And I don't see that ever. Like, I don't know what fucking happened. I mean, there's a lot of things that happened, but I'm not even going to get into that. But... <laughs> um, I mean, this the scene just. I mean, I can definitely chalk it up to the local scene just got fucking. And I, I'm talking local, but I'm talking 
you know, everywhere, like just all unsigned artists and local artists, like throughout the country, just it it all went down. Like I know we're from we're from Maryland, but I like it it spread uh, through PA, Virginia, everywhere. Like all the places that we used to play in this like east East Coast area, it mo- a lot of them are done or dying or the local scene is just not exist. I used to get like invitations to shows and on the reg. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, but like even Virginia, which was like three or four hours away, North Carolina, I'd get like show offers, but like, I'd see, like, I I'd be familiar with, uh, local bands from a couple of States away from me and still be interested. And I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, I'll check them out, and if I really like them, I'll go down. But I don't, I don't see any of that anymore. Yeah, like, you don't see any People of that. People have the audacity to make complaints on Facebook on the reg now about bands even doing that, like making memes and all that shit. Like you get a new friend request, then you get a fucking invite to some to their band show. Never had a conversation with them. Fuck you, like that type of thing. It's like, so, so So you're mad at, you know, underground artists trying to come up and, and do the grind. And you're just, like, bashing, like, like for real. Like, I've seen memes on the reg for a while now, and people making comments like, don't add band guys, they're just going to invite you to your band or invite you to their shows. So now these show invites are, like, kind of shy because that's, like, what it is, and people know that. Like, well, I'm not going to invite anybody on these things because, like, they're just going to talk shit on me. And, like, I haven't seen that in a very long time. I haven't been invited to a show online in a long time. And neither have my other niggas. And it's like, yo, like, I think people are just scared because everyone loves to save face and no one wants to hear no bullshit. Like, it's, like, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, it. It it's a. I mean, like it's stupid. My, I guess like, it's fucking. I guess my my idea about it like might be different, and not about that, but like just my mindset is like I like I don't, I don't fucking care. Yeah, uh, I don't care I, either. I'm not. I'm not trying to save face, but I do understand that like people yeah, are trying care. to save face, especially because like most of these fucking. Bands are starting off like super young, which obviously that's how it goes. You learn yeah. music when you're young and you want to be in a band, and you're going through those years where you're like, "Yeah, I really want to be successful or whatever." But you know, it it's not unless you are like a extremely rare exception. It's not going to happen right away. So like, you know, just work work at it, like learn your craft and just don't take any like take 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 any anything that you've learned like if there's if there's any like negative criticism don't look at it like hey you're attacking me look at it like hey all right so what is it you're saying oh so this is what i'm doing wrong all right cool well here's the parts that i like about what i'm doing and here's the parts where I understand where you're coming from. So I'm going to find a way to have a happy medium. 
and that that's how you're gonna progress. Like, no, I hear you. Don't, don't don't take shit to heart. But the funny thing is, sometimes well, as far as like what I was saying a second ago, like you can't even beat that nowadays. Like the the, the I guess it's not even a trend. Like how it was supposed to be with the inv- invites to event pages for events is almost completely shot because people oh, people yeah. will complain. And they get that they got invited to anything. Like, why are you mad on social media because you got invited to something? Like, right? (laughs) Aren't you supposed to be invited? We all want to be friends. Everyone wants to have all these friends on social media and be popular. So, of course, niggas gonna be inviting you out to events and shit. Why don't you go out there instead of bitching? I don't know why they're inviting me. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know what I've been doing lately, and it has been like the best thing ever. And like, it it it's gonna come back to this point exactly. If somebody's if somebody puts up a status that I don't like, if somebody puts up a picture, well, if if somebody like invites me to a game that I don't want to play, if somebody invites me to a show all the fucking time. And I'm not interested, and I'm not even in your same state. You know what I do? I just delete them. So I'm saying, you know, it's it's so like I don't know you. I don't even if I do, I'm not interested in what you have to say. And like, if if you have like a really different like a a, a status that I really didn't like, and I was like, man, I I really I'm really like not down with this. I'm not going to, like, social media rage on your comment thread and be like, you're fucking wrong, you fucking suck, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I'm going to do. Go to your account, unfriend. Man, my life is so much easier because now I don't ever have to see that shit again. <laughs> right. So, so, like, literally, I've been, do- I've been doing that with, e- like, with everything. Like, if I see something I don't like, I'm, I'm not going to complain and just delete you. It's not, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. And... Like, that's the same thing with the invite thing. Don't com- don't fucking complain because you accepted them to be your friend or you added them as a friend. So and you see, th- whatever- and you see that they're in a band. You should know it's right. coming. Like, come on. So just like that's fine. Just all right, cool. It's in there. You're you're gonna <sighs> have that happen. And and what's like? How much is that affecting your life? Oh no, I thought I got a notification about. Uh, somebody saying I was hot in my picture. Oh no, it was just a fucking invite to this. Yeah, fucking get over yourself. It was. Yo, just everyone is so up their own ass nowadays. <laughs> right? Like, like I'm gonna have a little rant about everyone's entitlement. It's like, bro, everyone thinks that everyone has this over the top ego, like they matter, and it's more apparent to me now that I haven't really been using social media, but I still watch. Like, yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm People like really think that they're fucking celebrities out here. It's like, yo, ain't none of y'all shit though. Like, I'm reading some of these posts, like only some where people are like really bitching. Well, I can't stand people who are fucking doing this or doing that. It's like, who cares what the fuck you think? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. I like I'm I'm okay with people like venting about shit or whatever, but like when you start like itching, well, 
Like actually yeah, well, bitching, like b- you yeah, know bitching. What I'm but yeah, it's just weird. But it's it, it's it, it's a different time, man. I'm I'm grasping it. it, it y'all, mu- you listeners out there, if y'all young, y'all y'all new breed. It's cool that I'm with it, but it's a little, uh, you know, I ain't twenty no more, nigga. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm yeah. bad time for that malarkey right now. I'm to yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it's it's basically like a bunch of young people, uh, like, you know, when technology technology exists now, where I'm like, like, okay, a good example is like I like even with my like my like brothers and sisters i won't accept them as friends on my facebook until they reach a certain age because i'm not trying to see this shit that they're saying and i don't want to see like have them see the shit that i'm saying because i'm a fucking adult i'm gonna just do whatever the fuck i want so i'm like all this like like teenage or uh even middle school stuff. I've, I'm pretty sure my, I'm pretty sure my six year old brother has a Facebook. I'm like almost a hundred percent sure he has a Facebook. I know he plays Fortnite and he like slays people on Fortnite somehow, but, uh, like he, I know. They just say he slays people on Fortnite. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's not far from, you know, people super young, like just, putting out whatever random bullshit they have to say. And I'm like, yo, this is, this is not a good platform. It's getting crazy. Like, yeah, it, it's just getting too flooded uh, with, you know, a lot of immaturity. And yeah, it's, that's, that's why I don't really pay attention to Facebook too much anymore. Yeah. Facebook is bullshit. And to be honest, bro, to sum it all up, I'm about to really have, Debris of deleting because I mean I'm thinking about it and seeing a lot of a lot of people's posts and stuff that I don't care or even know who they are like people I added back in you know back in the day trying to like you know get the likes up back when I didn't have any and I kept them yeah. on there for numbers of years and now I see their shit randomly and they're not even jamming the same type of stuff they're they're on a whole different path they don't care about what i'm doing why am i their friend i'm about to delete them they serve me no purpose well one one cool thing that you know can can kind of reverse segue into our uh reverse segue uh to our uh to one of our previous podcasts um even though and I didn't mention this uh, on the podcast. Even if you unfriend somebody, uh, Facebook has the follow feature, which happens automatically when you guys become friends. So even if you unfollow or like unfriend them, they still follow you. So like, it's kind of you know no harm no foul unless they like look it up and be like. Oh shit! This guy like unfriended me. That sucks. Blah blah blah. But like for the most part, they they're still seeing your statuses, even if you unfriend them. They they see your statuses, and you know they can still interact and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you still don't have to see their shit. So yeah, I'm that, done. I don't even care. I got 
You know, I, I've been at the max for hella years, and I got a lot of old <laughs> people from, you know, okay, people my age, but they're not into the same thing of what I'm going for. I'm trying to, you know, pursue my dreams and do my art. And these people, you know, got fucking five kids, and they're, <laughs> all they care about is working construction or whatever it is. They don't care about what I'm doing. They don't comment on my shit. I got. I have to go on a spree. Like it's time to make do for these new people on there who could add me, who probably would give a fuck. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I mean, and I'm sure you're in the same boat as me. Like. I know we have, like... Tons of fans. Like, well, well, hundreds, if not thousands, of pending friend requests. I had a spree on that, because I couldn't get no more. <laughs> I had so many. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there, like, there's been, like, basically, whenever I do go on, like, I, for Facebook, I only do, like, a... Uh, like a 500 at a time, like un unfriending spree or whatever. And I just take out all the like ghost heads and, uh, you know, people who clearly are bots or whatever. Like I just specifically aim for that, but then I accept, you know, I get right back up to my 5,000 spree or, or my 5,000 limit, uh, for Facebook or whatever. But, you know, if, Honestly, if I deleted all 5,000 of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook, I would be able to get that all back in a day with my friend request. And I'm just like, all right, well, I feel like, you know, if I'm getting these friend requests, these are people who are interested in what I'm doing now. So I feel like that's a lot of the people who like, Added me one day randomly, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm mad because I had so many friend requests of people who obviously gave a fuck, but I couldn't accept them because I was keeping, you know, my limit of what I had, and literally, bro, half of them even liked the band page. Like even I go to the band, like two thousand friends like your band page. Well, I got five thousand friends, so what the fuck are these niggas doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's. <laughs> That's a very interesting thing because I'm like, all right, well, all right, cool. Because I, I had that similar number. I was like, all right, cool. About 2,000 people like the band. Uh, I can give, like, excuse to, like, maybe 500 other people who, like, don't like the band but, like, know me or whatever. Because I definitely, you know, yeah, yeah. Personally, I definitely don't personally know 500 people who also, like, don't give a shit about my band. There's, there's, I definitely don't know that many people like that. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know that many people, period. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. People, but then I'm, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what about the other 2,500 people that I have on my friend, like, my friends list? And then, like, I go through it and I'm like, and actually one thing I did notice, which is kind of sneaky, is a lot of them are like band people who like are like band members or whatever and i i'd you know we'd i'd be friends with the whole band or whatever and you know i'd like their band page just just out of mutual respect and i was like 
Wait, so I, I like I'm friends with all five of you. No guys, love. But none of you guys are like in my band. Fuck you. All right. Well, that's 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 pretty cool, huh? Bet. Yeah, <laughs> bet. Though, like seriously, like I feel the same way, and even like I even got people from high school on there. I'm like, yo, I need to delete y'all. Like y'all don't like. I need to delete y'all. Y'all don't care what I'm doing. It's time to do a spree. You know what I'm saying? It's been 10 years for me since high school. It's time to get all y'all out of the way. Yeah. It's a long time, well, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh let's uh let's bring it back around because that was a deep ass tangent. Segway. <laughs> uh yeah, let's let's get back to the. Uh, we didn't have a topic. Let's get it. <laughs> let's make one up. Well, I mean, we were, we were talking pet about peeves. the, uh, yeah, the pet peeves and stuff like that. But Shit, we had a lot uh, of pet peeves, nigga. <laughs> we, we we were on topic, nigga. No, I know, I know, I know. But then, we, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, then, I think we I think we covered that. So now nah, we got well, more to talk about, nigga. I'm sure. I'm sure we have much more to talk about. about. These, let's talk about these big titty ass bitches out here. Now I'm playing. Go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, it sounds like you're in the woods. Like, where are the big titty ass bitches in your woods? <laughs> I'm in the woods for sure, and there's some big titty bitches out here. Yeah, those deer. They, I mean, not even the I deer, just... nigga. The coyotes, nigga. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no fucking coyotes out there. There are. Are there really? Yeah, there, there's like random, random appearances of coyote out here. I've seen, been here for four years. I've, I've only seen one, but when I saw one. I looked it up immediately online just to make sure, like, if there's Kyrie out here, and <laughs> it's definitely a thing. It's not like like there there there's some there's some Kyrie out here. There's only some. Well, there, I mean, you like, I I kind of laughed the fact that you had to look it up. Nigga, I didn't know. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, it's a, it's oh, a big ass well, dog right it, there. That's, I never seen a dog <laughs> looking like that. That's before. what I'm saying. I'm like. I'm like saying, I'm like, there's, there's no way that like, you're seeing some wild ass dog that you never Nigga, seen before. I had to look it up. I seen it, yo. Like I seen it. <laughs> I seen that shit. Like this is like in the cornfields, nigga. Cause I got how cornfields. I seen some yeah. brand new shit I never seen before, and I was like, what the fuck is that Lion King shit right there? I gotta look this shit up. <laughs> well, I mean. And and it was there. Like I, I fucking looked it up real hard. I was like, w- like our coyotes in Maryland, and they mentioned the Eastern Shore, which is where I live. A couple other spots in different places, and where they've been seen. And I was like, well, they mentioned where I am. Okay, then. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, right like there, I right like. Though. I never. Like I, I honestly like just to me in my in my head like living in Maryland for most of my life, like 
whenever whenever the word coyote comes out in my head or like like comes up in it's, it's casual conversation shit, you know? no 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 like the very first thing that comes to my head is werewolf because i don't think that it's real Uh-oh. and i'm like i'm what the fuck is a coyote? I think like, I've seen one, yo. It was wild. It's real. No, I know, but when I lived in uh, Los Angeles, they were saying that it was like <sighs> they're everywhere, and I was just like, my very first thing when I first lived out there, I was like, I really want to like, well, because I was a noob fucking Los Angeles resident, but I was I lived like really close to the Hollywood sign. I was like having a casual conversation with somebody and I was like, yeah, that'd be really cool to like go up to uh, the Hollywood sign or whatever. There's a, you can do that. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'm sure it's protected by like police and shit like that. And I was like, and they were like, no, uh, you'll probably get like eaten by the coyotes. And I was like, wait, what? That's real. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're out there. They, they, they look, they look menacing as fuck. Like I, 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 I like, nah, I'm good. I, I'm not down. Not down at all. But anyway, I guess back to, you know, the main shebang, you know. I don't know what we're talking about, to be honest with you. It's all good. Well, what, what, uh, what, what, what is, what is, uh, the one thing, like, if you can think about uh, the times right now, this is kind of going to be a little question. I'm just good. Yeah. Go with the flow. What What do you think, like, single handedly, could be the best thing that could happen for the local scene right now? Like, what's something that would fucking jumpstart the local or unsigned scene right now? Um. Well, it's a combination of two things. Uh, a couple more venues and a couple more good promoters, for sure. Because, I mean, music's timeless, and uh, people love it, all genres. And, you know, in Baltimore, the you know, the fucking hip-hop scene's thriving, and this, that, and third, whatever. But for the metal scene, we already know. Everything is closed down. There's a few spots. And back in our day, there were multiple spots. If there was a couple more spots that were popping and a couple more promoters to put some shows on and pick up some more tours, big or small, it would have so many more doors for bands to showcase what they got, for them to get more discovered. I think that would be great for at least our scene. If there's no scene, if there's no like, if there's no promoters and no venues, then there's no scene. Yeah, no, I mean, I I can I think I think those are those are definitely very. You gotta like, have key, that. <laughs> there's, there's key components to that for sure, but what do you um, think? You know, answer your own question. Well, damn. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Uh, I, I honestly think that, uh, it's like the, the, the single most thing that people or that, that 
would help the industry or like the uh, local scene would be bands like giving a fuck and like actually putting a lot of like a lot of effort into their music, into their craft, into the grind, uh, and like you know, putting out good music and you know, for lack of better terms, playing the game right. Um, because you know, when we were when we were doing stuff, you know, we were. I mean, we, we were putting out like you know, okay music or whatever, but, you know, we were still making sure that, you know, we weren't excluding. Okay. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to rewind this real quick. Mm -hmm. I will now say, I still, I mean, that was good. I like that. I still have, I still have more to say about that, but I'll, I'll like higher tier it with what I'm going to say. The most important thing that I think would change the local scene would be the emphasis on the local scene community. Yes. Uh, and that shit is fucking gone right now. It is fucking gone right now. I know. Like, that, I mean, I feel like that goes... I feel like both of our answers are kind of tied in because that, that also goes hand in hand, hand in hand with, you know, having more places for these bands to perform because there, there, there's some bands who are bands who can't even get on a soundstage show or whatever it is. Cause I mean, soundstage is soundstage. It's like the, that's the spot. Auto bars there, sidebar, no one wants to play. Where else is there to play in Maryland? That's anywhere decently good. And there are oh, no, so many bands. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Well, I was going to like, I'm, you know, go into it. Yeah. You go into yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to lead it off. Nigga, damn. <laughs> but at, at the would. same token, you know, there's no community if no one knows each other. Like, like that's that's what was working. There's so many different places to play and venues and different shows for bands to intertwine, where bands can meet each other and kind of like what you're saying, like like become friends and show a sense of community. Then how it is now, you know, maybe a lucky band or two will hop on a big show here or there and. That's cool, but like nothing beats playing those big local shows at different spots every month or two at different locations, and all the bands are friends, and everyone knows it, and you're online. It happens all the time, and all the bands are helping each other out with different things along the way. Like those shows don't happen anymore, which is why I think having you know, more spots to play with good promoters is since that's gone, that's, that's like really hurting it like the most, like straight up. Cause I'm sure there are bands who are, who do know what to do and like have all the tools, but just don't have the, the connect to like kind of get those big shows all the time at soundstage or whatever. And, and that sucks for them. Well, not, not only that, like not, not only, I mean, yes, thank you for, uh, Get getting getting my point in there, which was I get it. Well done, but but not only that, like you know, becoming friends with bands—that's huge, a hundred percent huge. And that's that that was my main point with that. But uh, something that reminded me 
from what you just said was, you know, even with the small shows or whatever, and this might go back to a, either a podcast that was recorded or one that uh, we, we scrapped or whatever, but um, the, the interaction with fans is actually really important. And uh, one thing that, again, I fucking hate about the local scene right now or the unsigned scene, whatever you want to call it, uh, is that as soon as you put on a, uh, on a guitar, as soon as you have that microphone to your face and are playing in front of people, you are a fucking rock star, right? You are on top of the world. Yeah, you're lucky to talk to me. Everybody fucking has that mentality these days, and it's so fucking stupid, so destructive to the scene, and that's not how it was before. Like, Yo, I know. I know I told you, listeners. I know I told you, listeners, and you, Joe, since I'm not technically in a band that's known right now, and I went to a show, and this cat was talking to me, and what did he say? He was like, Oh yeah, he was talking about his band playing playing at Soundstage. If y'all don't know, it's a pretty cool venue around here. And uh, he was drunk, and he was like, "At least I'm in the band, though." Like to me, like trying to throw a shot. And I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" So tell him. <laughs> I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, I, I, I fried him back twice as hard, but but, but that's not the point. The point is, is like what you're saying, like Rockstar Mentality. Dude, you're in a fucking local band. And when I was doing stuff, I was light years ahead of you because I wasn't in a local band. And now that I broke up my band, this dude wants to kind of like, you know, throw some jabs at me to kind of to make, him, make himself feel better. Because his yeah, band but- couldn't do what I did. So I told him that my first show would be bigger than all the shows combined he played all year. I mean, that's I mean that that's that's not lying. But and this nigga apologized immediately. I mean, it's just it's just stupid. Like, Like, but the thing is, like, why did he say that? I'm like, out of nowhere, I was like, dude, like, why? Like, seriously, think about it. It's like. We're in the same scene. We're local. Like, why would anyone say that to anybody? Like, it, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know this guy like that. I don't even know his name, bro. I don't even know his name. Like, it, it'd be one thing if, like, it was just like a, like a busting your balls type of thing. Like, yeah, like you guys were friends for years. Bro, I don't and, know like, this guy. You guys are close and that sort of shit. But no, he, like, just some dude that, like, he knows who I am. I just don't know who he is. Right. Like, and I hate people like that because, like, they low-key, like, follow you and, like, think they know you and your band shot and they would make themselves feel better because they were jealous of whatever you did. That's fine. But you actually go out and say some wild off-the-top shit. Like, boy, shit, fuck yeah, out. But- like, that's what's killing the scene. Like, these bands aren't trying to help each other out, because, I, I mean, I'd be down, if I was still doing shit, I'd be down to put them on some shows or even hang out and, like, do shit 
But since he said that, it's like, bro, like, you're not going to go anywhere with that mentality. And when you're drunk, trying to, like, clown niggas, like, come on, bro. Yeah, I that, that's the stupidest thing. Like, and again, I that's just, like, the, the I think the biggest thing that is bringing the, you know, local scene down. That's why it's so many people don't go to local shows. And that's why you don't see the local scene be pop, popping off anymore because what was what was the last the last local show that you and i went to together that was, that was, was the last local show i went to period well okay well yeah same <laughs> like literally because <laughs> uh, I, I don't know of any other ones just because alica is is coming up they are coming up they're doing some yeah. some good stuff they are the only band in the heavier scene, I guess, that's kind of making a little bit of wave for, for Maryland. Good for them. That's why we went out. Even if we didn't do the, the, this podcast thing, I still, like, want to go out. So that's cool. So, you know, you know, go on, go yeah, so, on. Like, the, you know, they're, so, they're good. So that, props to them. Props to them. Yeah, for sure. So, so that, I mean, that show, you know, that was, you know, that was, like, that was in D.C., wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the pinch, yeah. Right. So that was that was in DC. And first of all, like as far as like when things were like really going well in the local scene with that style of music, I I barely remember like maybe like two or three shows we ever played in DC. But I never played DC ever. I mean, I played DC. It was like one time, like eleven years ago. But go on. Yeah, or yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was like in those like beginning early stages or whatever. But I mean, it like it shocked me the amount of people that were there. But I guess the main main point was uh, that a lot of like the people that were like showing up for the bands. Prior to like Sound on Fifth and uh, Alica, it did kind of seem like, you know, the fans that were there for the initial local bands were just like girlfriends or, you know, friends that happened to be there that like were like, hey, we're going to smoke up later. All right, cool. <laughs> then after you guys are done playing, let's, let's, let's chill. It didn't seem like many people like, stuck around after the initial uh like little burst but yeah. luckily you know the uh sound on fifth and uh alica they you know they had a pretty good fan base already so but granted it was a super small ass room but and it was a thursday <laughs> yeah well i mean and that i mean that's pretty good and honestly on a like, thursday i wish we had that show on that that's what i was, that's what i was gonna say i was like you can't talk talk shit about that because you know on a Thursday on a fucking weekday, uh, that's good. Getting getting that many people there, that'd be dope. If I had half of half of the people there, I would call that a monumental success. Yeah, Alaka. I I mean, it was weird because like you know during the show when we got there, everyone was kind of like spotty and all around and doing their thing. And when Alica played, there was a couple rows up front, and you know that's what's up, and that's the people who were there, and it felt it felt good, like they they had that they had that 
big boy feel to them when they were playing, even though it wasn't sold out, but they had that feel to them. I like it. Yeah. And I will say, like, they did they did exemplify um, they did exemplify kind of a lot of the the points that uh, we've been making. Uh, you know they they were professional when they were like small parts in in between their sets or where nothing was going on. The vocalist was really good at like being interactive with the crowd. like they legitimately. If somebody told me that they were signed and they just happened to have an off date, uh, like at this town and they just wanted to play, I would have believed you because they, I think, I think that's the best, like, that's like the best way that you can, uh, yeah, they carry themselves do. like, like they're, you know, a big time band. I mean, they are signed to a small label, but whether it's big or small. They're they're carrying they're carrying themselves like they're about what they are. They know what they want, and like that's how you got to be. They're they're doing the things that we're talking about on the podcast. So good for them, Alika. Shout out to y'all. Who are they signed to? I mean, if it's super small, it's a small label. I don't remember, but uh, I was jamming their stuff on Apple Music, and it pops up the label at the bottom, and uh. I forgot what it was called. I mean, you guys can all check it out, but uh, it's a pretty small label. But they are signed. They got a deal. They got it out. Check it out. It's cool. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so again, that kind of brings brings that back to the same point that we were talking about earlier. Uh, make sure that you, you know, if you're trying to get your band off the ground and you're trying to break that barrier between being a local band or being a band considered to, you know, get to that next level. If you want to be taken seriously, take yourself seriously and, you know, be, be professional. Yeah. You can still have fun. You can still be yourself, still be goofy and all that sort of stuff. But like, just, I don't know how, how else to put it. Besides, don't be a fucking noob. And at this point, you all know what it means to be a fucking noob. Don't fucking do that. Yeah, shit. just like, just don't, just don't. Because I mean, me and Joe have been there. We, we've all learned, and I, and I know those guys have learned too. Because they've been through the, you know, local scene and and, and different bands. Yeah, they, they they never got, you know, signed before or anything like that. But they've. This is not their first rodeo, and, and they're trying to come out swinging, and they are, and I respect them. They've done some tours, you know, they got their first album out, good for them, and they present themselves very well, and yeah, props to the vocals, though. Like, when he was talking about, uh, you know, his, 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 his struggles and, you know, personal stuff in that last segment towards the end, I was feeling that, I was feeling that, I was good. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that that was a good show. And honestly, so, you know, you and I are talking about it right now, and this is a cool, this is kind of a cool Segway. moment. So, so if you're, you know, Orion and I have been talking about this for this one show that we went to, 
the last local show we went to, which is probably like three months ago. It was. <laughs> we're, we're still talking about it. And it's still such a vivid memory in our heads. Like we can remember almost every de- single detail of that, of that day. We can remember the, the part or like, you know, everything leading up to that. Yeah. Like those are the memories that should be like, that are so like lost these days. Like why not go out Yo. and create, create those <laughs> memories? Quick, every day? Real quick though. Yo, I was getting like into it and you fucking not. Nah, this will amplify it. Before you get to that, the leading up to the show and all that type of jazz, tell them how long it took me to find a parking space. It, like, <laughs> it legit was t- like, for me, I got lucky. He, he, sh- okay, so. So he showed up at the venue before I did. He, he, yeah, I was still looking. <laughs> we we were we were on the we were on the way, and uh, he showed up before I did. I was like, "Hey, where are you at?" And he was like, uh, "Ryan was like, yeah, I'm I'm looking around." And then I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm just looking around for a place to park." And then I was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna turn on the street and see if I can find anywhere. I find somewhere right away." And, <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> literally, I like it was not a safe place, a hundred percent. Like I, I was in somebody's neighborhood. Like, there's no like it was sketchy as shit. But uh, like in the middle of DC, and uh, like literally, bro. <laughs> yeah, like it was, you know, yeah, not good. And uh, fucking uh, Orion was calling me multiple times. I was calling him back. What street are you on? What street are you on? All right, I'm right here. I'm right here. All right. I can't find you. I have to turn around. There's a bunch of one-way. It literally took took Orion literally an hour to, well, maybe, it was probably an hour, to be honest. It definitely I don't know out. about an hour. God damn. <laughs> it felt like an hour because I was walking around for a long-ass time. Give me some more credit than that. It was like 48 minutes, yo. Yo, well, I'm <laughs> I'm rounding up if I'm doing some estimating, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're good. But, but it yeah, took yeah. A, so like, it took a minute, yo. So like, finally, he he's like, "All right, meet me at the Exxon." We went to the Exxon, and then luckily we found some street parking. But yeah, DC parking is whack. Oh, it's just GG. There's no way you're gonna. Park. I don't even want to play that venue just because the parking sucks. Like. That's, where did the where did the bands even park? Like you guys are performing. There's no spots for the bands to park. Yeah, I, I don't even. I have. I didn't even see a banner trailer. Alica has one. Where the fuck did they park? I have no idea. And honestly, like, I think there's a reason you don't ever see like on flyers. Hey, th- look at our like. North America tour, and you never see DC because good luck getting there. Good luck unloading there at all. Good luck anyone showing up because there's nowhere to park. Like, I, I totally get it now because we just went through it. But either way, ugh, the local scene's a mess. Like, it's so bad that we're, we're just talking about one, one heavy band because no one else can, 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 can pull it together and break away you know yeah everybody that and that's another that's another thing like 
again, it comes with this like entitlement thing that you're that you were alluding to before. But you know, it's oh yeah, it's very you know rel or you know obvious these days. Like especially with social media, the sense of entitlement is just insane. I'm like, yo, like everybody's just every. Well, that was about to sound really dumb, but. I'll still say it anyway. Everybody are just people. And like we we all just have 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 you know things that we we want to do and uh you know if you want to go to a local show and enjoy the music, then go do that shit. Like you don't need to worry about you know, if you don't, you, you don't need to take like Instagram stories about it just to be like, yeah, Hey, I'm supporting the local scene or whatever. I mean, that's good. Cause that'll help these days. But like, Oh yeah. The sense of entitlement is just like way, way outrageous right now. So everyone's, everyone is upset to as to where they are. I mean, to be honest, that's that's just what it is. They're they're upset. They're all delusional, man. Yeah. And it's fucking whack. Like I I don't like. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll fucking back it up. So it's funny because that person I told you about who was talking crazy to me. Yeah. So back when I was doing things with my last band IDA. I saw him at a show three years ago. He was talking to me with his local band. The same band he's in now. Same band three years later. Asking oh, me, yeah. Oh, yeah. Asking me where we tracked our CD. I hooked him up, gave him the contact, and, you know, set it up. They went to him, and he was stoked on the results, you know, hyped up. All is good and dandy. And all of a sudden, now I'm not in that band anymore, and he's talking crazy to me. And I'm like, bro, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, just because I'm not in the band anymore, you're talking talking down to me and shit now? I just set you up. And you, and you were sucking my dick a little bit ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like, no, I don't, even, I don't even care about that. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I could be nobody don't disrespect anybody like what the fuck dude i'm gonna whoop that candy ass yeah <laughs> i don't care who anybody is you're gonna disrespect me yo i'll whoop that candy ass yeah and 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 again that 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 brings it back to my main uh, like my initial question to you uh yeah. the fucking like I hope you're hearing this, motherfucker. You hear me? I hope you're hearing this, yo. I whoop that monkey ass, yo. I love everybody. I show respect. I'm a nice dude. But you cross the rock, I will whoop that candy ass. If you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> but yeah. Uh... <laughs> Every, is this? <laughs> every single time, like, uh, <laughs> I remember you were fucking, uh, when you were over here the other month. <laughs> <laughs> the other month. <laughs> uh, 
it, like you and I legit were just watching uh, the rock videos uh, every time. Oh, the one time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, the the like when we were just like watching all of it, like binge watching it. Like now, whenever I like get really mad, like at anything, like I just think of that final catchphrase. I'm gonna fuck it up, but I'll try. Uh, just the end of it where he's just like, and then I'll. Uh, I already fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and then I'll. Uh, <laughs> so fucked it up. I'll I'll turn that bitch sideways and turn it up your candy ass. Stick up your yeah. Candy. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you know like, what's funny? All right, so you remember D Boy, right? The crazy nigga who be at my crib. Yeah. He's moving to Colorado tomorrow. Oh, he. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's moving to Colorado tomorrow. It's not the point of the story, but it kind of goes hand in hand. So a couple weeks back, like we've been kind of celebrating him leaving the past month and hanging out with you know all of our homies every week and last night. But a couple weeks back, we're at this fucking shindig, and there's somebody who pulls up. In a Vince McMahon shirt. A what? A Vince McMahon shirt. Wait, what? What did it? I I don't understand. Like Vince Vince McMahon attire sort of shirt shirt or uh... no? This nigga had Vince McMahon on his shirt, like his face, just on his shirt. That's actually pretty baller, and I kind of want that shirt. Yo, I was hype on that shit. <laughs> yo, like, I was stoked. I was like, yo, Vince McMahon. Like, yo, he was like, yeah, dude. He he was there with some bald nigga. Like, 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 yo, they were both almost bald. And I was like, yo, like, y'all watch wrestling? So we were talking all day, talking all night. And then, of course, The Rock got, got, got into character, right? <laughs> 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 and then they got into character talking about who they are. Like, yo, we're, we're going to be these niggas all night. We were stoked. <laughs> Dude, where was I? I would have been fucking Brother Yeah, it Nero. was fucking awesome, Brother Nero. We were fucking... We were in character Well, I was. Like, we were fucking going in all night. They, like, they couldn't handle the rock. Like, by the time <laughs> 3 o'clock came, they're like... They're, they tell everyone that, yo, this guy right here has been in character all damn night. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> like, like, yo... Dude, I was hitting all the lines all night, no matter what was going on for hours straight. I was the rock all night. <laughs> it was great. That would have been fucking. It was like, fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> I, I would, I would have loved to see it, and I would, lo- I would have a hundred percent partaken in that because, <laughs> like, you, you know, I mean, like. M- you know, Brother Nero, he doesn't really have very many recognizable, uh, like, catchphrases. So, I probably would have gone off of... Uh, uh, <laughs> Gestures. <laughs> well, that and uh, I, I may, might have made a uh, hybrid of uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah. What did he call you'd be, oh. you'd be, uh, You would be... You would still be Brother Nero, though. It's all good. Yeah, well, yeah, then I would just, like, been like, North Carolina! (laughs) (laughs) Randy Orton, 
I'm gonna get you back. <laughs> <laughs> wish it's funny how listen to all you creatures <laughs> it's funny how he had one more match and got that candy ass whoop though who oh no no <clears throat> sorry sorry flip he whooped Samoa Joe's candy ass because he got hurt right uh Jeff Hardy yeah yeah no yeah it's not one more match he's gonna keep on going that's crazy though, because I could have sworn he's gonna be out. He was gone for like a week. Came no, back, no. whoop that candy ass. Ugh, motherfucking. Ugh. And Cornell, Cornell, gold plated yo, candy. Yo, that ass. was. He came. That out. was awesome. <laughs> that threw me that off, yo. <laughs> that was so awesome. I fucking we, love. We do. We 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 gotta stop the podcast. We gotta talk about wrestling, yo. We got we got we, we gotta stop the podcast. No, fuck it. They're gonna like listen to it and know that we like wrestling too. They're not gonna know what the fuck we're talking about. We've been talking for, nigga, we've been talking for eighty-five minutes, bro. I think it's time. Even like, though eighty-five minutes is all hour and a half, we're gonna talk for a half an hour about wrestling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> nigga said, yeah. <laughs> at, at least, but yeah. Of course, right, we gotta so, cut it. You know, like, there's no. Point. All right, so we will we will cut it here because. You know, we're we got about nothing to, else to say inside the inside. We love y'all, but like, <laughs> like we said, niggas is kind of lit. It's like mad late, and The Rock says this. And, and also, I will throw this in there now. If anybody is a uh, wrestling fan and wants to hear a separate podcast with Orion and Joe doing some wrestling sort of. Podcasts and all that sort of stuff. The Rock says this. And what does The Rock say? The Rock says, Segway! <laughs> then yes. Uh, well, we haven't made anything, so I'm not promoting anything yet. We're segueing into the promotion. We're, we're segueing into the promotion. It is a very strong possibility. And if you guys want to hear it, let us know about it. And if you guys don't want to hear it, we're probably still going to do it just because we like talking about shit. And, and fuck you. you about it. <laughs> so fuck you about it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we have been talking about uh, <laughs> with <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nigga said. So we've been talking about. Uh... <laughs> well, all right. Well, hey, yeah, you fucked me up just now, Joe. <laughs> so we've been talking about. Uh... <laughs> well, I, looked... <laughs> I looked at my notes and I only one thing. So, uh, great note taking, Joe. But uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> If you guys want to hear a wrestling podcast out of me and Orion, we will do that. But we're probably still going to do that at some point. We talk about it all the time. But the main focus is Inside the Unsigned. And what we have been talking about has been all the stuff that we've been seeing, all of our trials and errors throughout our experiences and you know, some of the stuff that we did that worked, that didn't work, and all that sort of stuff. So, if you guys like what you heard, please share it with your friends. Again, we are on Stitcher, Breaker, 
uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, YouTube as well. So make sure you guys check it out. And we appreciate you guys listening to us. Again, we are Inside the Unsigned. My name is Joe Deke. I'm The Rock. (laughs) 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 And this has been Inside the Unsigned. If you smell The Rock is cooking, nigga.